Welcome to At Home with Kelly and Tiffany, where naturally-minded women gather together as we pursue simplicity and confidence in health alternatives so we can show up better in our busy lives and feel more at home in our bodies. Join your favorite home birth midwife duo for conversation, candor, and community. You're at home with Kelly and Tiffany. Happy New Year, ladies. It is 2023. It is. And we are here. We are cheersing to a new year. We survived 2022, guys. I mean, what a year to be alive, Kelly. What a year. We have survived 2022. And you and I both, maybe some of our listeners didn't. We, I'm just thinking like we survived Y2K also. The year 2000 and the year 2022, we're still here. Yeah, you know what a kick in the pants is <laughs> to be somebody's midwife who's who was born in 2000. <laughs> With no awareness of what we went through in 1999. I mean, we all thought the world was going to end <laughs> the year you were born. It is the funniest thing to think back that everyone was so concerned about this like major computer glitch that was going to shut everything. No one was going to have food. People were like prepping for the end of the world. That was a crazy time. It was, but it got us. It re- oh, yeah. Nothing similar has ever happened nope. in our society <laughs> yeah. since then. That's the only time that there was mass panic. Oh, weird global concern. Look, we survived it. Yeah, 22 Again. years later. Again. What a gift. I'm really proud of us. I'm proud of a lot of things. <laughs> okay, you know how I like have a lot of intentions for this new year. Yep. And I'm just a really intentional person. So, so intentional. I more intentional than anybody else out there and very humble. I'm naturally gonna it. use the new year in order to share another five star review. Yes. Most important. We are As... kicking off this year with <laughs> some articulated praise for our podcast. Positive affirmations are a love language. You guys know if we read your review on the podcast. We will buy you a drink. We'll Venmo you money for being nice to us. <laughs> yeah, you you can choose to buy a drink uh-huh. or choose to go to the dollar store and buy four things. Congratulations. But, you know, the coffee on us is great. I will take a coffee on us. Oh, I do. You do take yeah. coffees on us. Yeah, quite consistently. a bit. Yeah. yeah, it's one of my favorite things. This review comes from Lady Lizanne. Hey, lady. Or Lady Liz Ann. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But she's a lady. She's a lady. And she's has nice things to say about us. Yeah, this is a five-star review, you guys. From a lady. Okay. And you guys also know how important it is to rate and review our podcast. It potentially misleads other people <laughs> into thinking that there's a lot of value here. And they'll come listen, too. And that's good for us to <laughs> confuse and distort the truth in that way. <laughs> okay, but that is not what Lady Lizanne says. No. No, she says we're relevant and reliable. Yeah, we are. That's that's the title. The good stuff is, I'm not going to read any of the bad stuff she wrote. No, just <laughs> kidding. So it's all good stuff. This is what she says. It's notoriously hard to find reliable, solid content on women's health and midwifery. I started listening to Kelly and Tiffany's podcast last year and was delighted by the freshness and relevance of the topics as well as the quality of their research. As a woman and a new midwife, this means a lot to me. She's a new midwife. Congratulations, Lady Liz Ann. Liz Ann. Later, Lizanne. <laughs> Next up. Later, <laughs> um, Lizanne. I'll be a midwife, Lady Lizanne. Lady Lizanne. 
Oh, that, sorry. That took me on a little sidetrack. That was really kind and thoughtful. Thank you. So very sweet. I love also that we're serving not just ladies who are looking for more information, but other care providers. Like, oh, heck that's yes. That's pretty awesome. It is so awesome and inspiring. Yes. Makes me think of a lot of things that I want to share. Got a lot of thought. So many things. Yep. We have a new segment to the podcast this year. Great. I've decided. Right now. That I didn't tell you, I didn't <laughs> tell you about this because... The way it works is you don't know anything about right. what I'm going to do. I love being surprised on the air and my heart rate is up a little bit. That's good. If I was gonna... wearing my tracker, it would tell me. You're why excited. Is, why are you so excited? You're sitting there. Okay. So the this segment of the podcast is I read some song lyrics. Okay. And you yeah. win by either shouting out the name of the song. Yep. Or... Picking up the lyrics and going with it. Okay, gotcha. Okay. And In my best singing voice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Listeners. Which is at really home, great. I have a really great singing voice. Oh, we just sing on this thing all the time. Okay. <laughs> Listeners at home, see if you can guess before Kelly. Mm. And if you can, then you are a better woman than she is. Hey. It's bragging right. Fine. Better woman overall in every oh, single in every area. Situation. Yeah. <laughs> it will mark your identity as a woman. For from here and forevermore. Okay, here it okay. goes. You shake my nerves and, and you, you rattle, rattle my brain. What dun, 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 <laughs> this is my song. Why is this? I your will song? tell you. Why this did is I my song? The kind of love drives a man insane. Yeah, it's so good. I've gotten my son into it now. We watched Top Gun together, and I grew up with my dad in the military, and this was like the jam to put out in like any military get together. And I will say, my son introduced it to your girls. Wait, what if people don't know what the song is? Oh, I'm sorry. Goodness gracious, great. Why did I pick this song? I think so. Not too long ago. Tiff and I went to our very first dueling pianos together. Have you ever done this before, lady in podcast land? I just like 15 out of 10 recommend it. 15 out of 10. It's the actual best entertainment. And that was for sure the song that I requested. Yeah, so Multiple we, times. Like, you know, we're kind of dumb. We don't pick up on social outings very easily because we, we don't do, do them. That. But so we've been off call lately. We were trying to do some fun things. And apparently you can submit whatever request you want to your dueling piano people, but they're going to play the ones that pay the most. Yes. So I think I submitted your request with a dollar at the beginning of the night. And it I got was like, put down to like the bottom of the barrel. Why are they not playing your song, Kelly? I'm really ha- I'm being nice to them. I'm requesting it. So then nope. we just put more and more money until they played it. It was like the last song they played. It was the, and I was so happy. And she was like yelling at the guy. Great balls of fire. And he's like, pay me more money. And so we did. And Kelly got her Great Balls of Fire song. And it was just truly. It was a moment. Highlight of my. Yelling that song at a dueling piano bar. It's not much like it. But we have had a lot of moments with funny little music things. And I'm dedicated to this being a part of our yeah. This is great segment. I've this got is a, great. I have a list of ones that you're not going to guess that fast. I, that, I mean, that's like a t-ball pitch. It's just sitting there for me. I'm just going to take a swing at it. 
goodness gracious. Um, but I have to say, my son introduced it to your girls, or maybe they had heard it before, but we were all listening to it in the car. And, you know, he's like, kiss me, baby. And then it takes a little bit. He's like, oh, that feels good. And all of the girls in the back are just going, oh, and I'm like, I love this age. It is so good when kissing is disgusting still. Yeah. Guys, that's probably going to change in the coming years for our oldest at least my kids will still cover their eyes with there's kissing on a movie we're watching yeah my middle who's nine is always like oh when my husband and i kiss and i'm like you're welcome for a positive vision of marriage it's rude rude so rude okay so then we like kiss even more <laughs> yeah sometimes we stick our tongues on each other so the kids <laughs> can see it too really make them realize that we're nasty <laughs> so gross. Great balls of fire. That's going to be in my head all day now. I'm so thankful. Yep. Okay. It was hard to even pick a title for this episode because the concept can be so cliche. Yeah. Especially at the beginning of the year, right? You're like, you're kind of bombarded with ideas of change. Yeah. But I yeah. will tell you, you do not want to sleep on the momentum that around you there are people who never had goals in their entire life who are going to do some things at the start of this year and it's just a good it's a good time it's a good time to jump into some new intentions for the year truly yes absolutely and to do so thoughtfully and wisely rather than just jumping into some major life change can actually be like the crux of it all right of being like how can i be wise about this goal or this intention that I'm hoping to create more of. Did you ever hear that it takes 30 days to start a new habit or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like for something that you're new to, to actually become a habit. Yes. Right, that you don't really need to like work at the discipline. So hard yes. at. Yeah, um, that makes sense. So when I did some research on that, I'm like, it's actually true. Yeah. It, it varies. Okay. It seems like there's a window between like 21 and 60 six days okay so that i three guess weeks to potentially a little over a couple months yeah i mean that makes sense everybody's got a different way that yeah those channels get formed in their brains and stuff the point is you can be really aware of mm -hmm. that fact and as you are going through trying to create some new habits remind yourself this is the whole point of the habit is that that's just what i automatically do yes we're not going to be beating ourselves up because it feels hard at first yes exactly i feel like it's it's creating something like this is a bit more of a discipline at first of like i'm kind of forcing it <laughs> or i have to be so intentional to think about it and then it eventually just becomes part of your life that you're like yeah i'm a person who does fill in the blank and you can think of that if you look back on your life or if you pay close attention to the habits that you have now and see how there's certain things that you do today that you didn't do this time last year or 10 years ago or for sure yeah and so you see that you are a creature who is able to adapt and change yes absolutely there's three main barriers to change that i identified as i was thinking about what keeps us from doing the things that we want to do i'm interested to hear because i don't actually know what you wrote down as your your barriers i'm interested to see if they line up with like i don't know your, my own, your own barriers. barriers yep number one i decided was 
This is not scientifically <laughs> researched. <therapist. laughs> this is what midwife Tiffany thinks yeah. about barriers yeah, yeah, yeah. to change. Self-limiting beliefs. Yeah, like I, I can't, or like, what if I fail? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Or like, can I, can I be the person who does that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's way more subtle than people realize. Because when you first start thinking like, well, I don't know, look, I have like healthy self-esteem. I can pretty much do most of what I put my mind to. That's exactly who I'm talking to because there's potentially thought patterns and processes mm -hmm. that you don't even recognize are keeping you from starting Mostly because that's me. I can identify in that. Interesting. Like, of course, I know if I try hard enough, I can make this thing happen. Yeah. That's not the problem. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that I will make up a million tiny little excuses that they're barely articulatable. Yeah. Right. It's just like, well, it's still dark out. Yep. Or it's kind of cold. I ran out of that thing. <laughs> or right. There's just like a million of million of those little things. And I think one of the most subtle ones that women would have a hard time admitting to is the failure piece of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If I put it, if I put this into action or try this thing and I don't, I don't succeed. Yes. There's, yeah. Right. Yeah. Or I just don't follow through. Then, I mean, I identify like what if I don't want to, I don't want to fail. So sometimes that stops me from starting. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and I can already see myself failing because I'm a human and I fail all the time. Mm -hmm. And so as I'm envisioning myself failing, I'm like, well, that's not even really worth getting started on, is it? Right. And usually that's my own doing of like, of even the title of it, right? Sustainability. Like I'm my ability to actually create a goal becomes too big. Like, or the goal itself becomes too big. Absolutely. The jump from here to there becomes way too big. Yep. And we'll get into that too. Yep. Okay. The second barrier to change, in my opinion, is the failure to make a practical goal. Yes. I think we get an ideal in our head of the end result mm -hmm. of what we think that success is going to look like in a certain area. And then therefore, anything less than that is unacceptable. Right. And that's just not reality. Absolutely. And I mean, I even see this when we have clients coming in for well woman care and we talk about these changes that kind of need to be implemented for hormone balance or happier periods. And we are so intentional to not say, here's a thousand things that you need to do. And then this list is all the things you need to stop doing, right? Piecing in some things that you can add in slowly over time that give you smaller wins, smaller victories. It just kind of snowballs on itself, right? Like yes. the little victories then make you want to go to the next thing. That becomes a habit. Then you go to the next thing. And then all of a sudden, months later, you're like, look at me. I'm the person who does the thing. Yeah, I think it, there's absolutely momentum that's mm -hmm. part of a strategy in setting goals and changing. Okay, the last barrier to change is the absence of a pivot plan. So beginning with this concept in mind Mm. And not just reassessing as you go, which is important, but actually having a plan before you even begin of mm -hmm. what are you going to do as it's not working out quite like you thought it would, because that is almost a given. Yes, absolutely. And probably one of the reasons that come like February 1st, people are like, well, there goes that plan for the new year, right? Because I tried. Yeah, I tried. And then now it's all out the door 
Earl out the window, whatever the saying is. Out. It's out. And because there wasn't really necessarily like an understanding of how to assess a bit of failure that's going to happen. Yes. I mean, it's not even failure, right? But just a bit of things not looking exactly as you desired. And being willing to prepare for that ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, a lot of okay. that can look like, you might just write it down. Yep. When I'm not meeting my goal, <laughs> this is what I'm going to do mm-hmm. in response to that. I think women these days, or in many days preceding <laughs> these days, maybe all the way in back so to many days. Y2K. Yeah. <laughs> Between yeah. Y2K and today, <laughs> women. <laughs> Those were crazy times, guys. Can feel really overwhelmed with the amount of change that they potentially see necessary in their lives. Yes. When you sit down and think about the ways that you'd like to see yourself grow or for you to be able to influence impact on the things around you, mm-hmm. it is an overwhelming amount of things. Yes, absolutely. I think you look, there's so many different spaces in our life, right? Like nutrition or uh, lifestyle thing. Like there's so many pieces that if you actually sat down and assess things, you could be like, well, here's all of the spaces that need some tweaking. And I think a big part that we're missing sometimes as we set goals is the discipline aspect, the Mm. discomfort for the sake of the bigger plan. Yes. I often want the outcome. I want to be at the other side, but the act of having self-control or self-discipline or withholding certain things or adding certain things in that I'm just not used to can be really overwhelming. Yeah. Choosing to do the right thing, however, whatever you've decided is going to be the right response to what you're trying to manage, yeah. even when you don't feel like it. We're not good as a culture in that very immediate gratification overall. And so it makes sense that this is a hard piece. It always is hard. I feel like in every culture throughout time, having some self-control in those spaces has probably been hard. But I feel like there's something about our culture now that makes it even harder. Yeah. And I also see this division of society happening because we get to be on one side of it where the type of care and information that we provide and share tends to attract the woman who wants to take responsibility. Yes. And so we get to see this divide a bit, right? Uh Of like somebody who has just potentially uh, a little more resiliency or um, willing to take responsibility or accountability or the integrity Uh aspect of, you know, moving about their life. Yes, absolutely. I will say I feel really good in my body and in my life and in my brain and in my emotions, all of it, when I have that specific type of discipline and responsibility and resiliency when I am not meeting quite the goal, but still taking the next right step than when I'm like, well, I tried. Totally. Yeah, there's something very satisfying and gratifying about having self-discipline. Give me an example of an area in your own habit building and monitoring that either was like massive failure or big success? It's one in the same thing, just at different periods of my life. When I was in midwifery school, I was really focused on obviously school and all of that, but on providing myself some kind of personal care. And I found the outlet in working out consistently with a group of women at 530 in the morning. So I woke up my Alarm went off at 5.15. I like grabbed a little 
snack. I drove six miles or six minutes away, so it was quick. But I went there consistently and maybe too much because I it was just maybe too much in the habit. But I just became the person who sacrificed that, who went to bed a little bit early, who just went every time I could that like I wasn't up overnight at a birth and was just like, this is just what I do. And it became a huge part of my own habits versus now where I'm trying to get back into a workout habit and I'm finding a lot of those small little things that I'm like, well, this is clearly a big roadblock. <laughs> it's cold outside today and I have to walk into the garage to, you know, get to the workout space or whatever. This is like my mental thought process the last few weeks has been like, how can I prepare myself better to have the resiliency for that particular thing in my life? Agreed. You are not truly making the decision in the moment whether you are or not going to do the thing. Yeah. You've already kind of decided. Yep. Which I think is a huge part of habit building is what is it that you want to see change? Mm -hmm. And how can you almost break that up psychologically for yourself? Yes. A couple of years ago, I had a yeast infection and <laughs> this is a little tangent for you and knew all of the things that I needed to do, including all the nutritional stuff. And recognizing that I hadn't prepared myself for that. Like I knew it the next day. I was like, I, there's like nothing that I can really eat here or I feel so unprepared for this. And it only set me up to like, quote, fail in what I was desiring to do that was good for my body because I hadn't set myself up well either. So like the aspect of planning and actually committing could have already happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To create yeah. success in right. an area. Yeah. Okay, so you brought up food, you brought up exercise. I know some people just want to, like, drink more water. Yep. Drink less alcohol. Mm -hmm. And we have a really good example of somebody that we're working with right now in Well Woman Health who is having, you know, some significant symptoms that I suggested alcohol was playing a part in. Mm. And she said, okay, well, I'm going to reduce my intake in by half. And at first I was thinking, well, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's actually going to help you or not. Right. But that was her response to me saying this should potentially be eliminated. And she thought, this is the middle of holiday season. One way for me to make a meaningful step in this direction is reduce this. And yeah. so I thought, what a wonderful example of how to... Take a small step in the right direction that is manageable and sustainable and temporary. Yes. We're going to reassess as we go on that. Right. I thought that for me personally, that was a really good lesson. No, that's great. Some of you ladies want to be better at taking the supplements that you know are going to mm -hmm. help you. And it is literally just about taking Opening them out the of the bottle. Yes. Yep. Right? Like there's so many things that just feel so overwhomingly Right, they're behind. They're behind the cupboard door. Like, well, so you want me to like take all every single bottle out and yeah. open it, and remember how many of each one I'm supposed to take? Yeah, we get, yes, we do. we do. Some of you want to be better at prioritizing sleep, okay. or having more sex, or working on your libido so that you want to have more sex. Some of you are dealing with pesky symptoms from your lifestyle choices yeah. or your hormonal imbalances or period problems or 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 right that you know that you're just kind of putting it off and at some point you need to try to tackle that some of you just are really bad at taking care of yourself in general and you know that some habits need to be built around eating 
better foods or scheduling that time off yes every single day for yourself or journaling or you know etc etc and even if it's one of those things one at a time yeah absolutely I think something that sometimes gets neglected in potential habits and goal setting is intellectual based goals and so maybe finishing that class you started or gaining knowledge in a certain area like learn how to garden do this thing or yeah studying of course is something that (laughs) we've spent lots of time building habits around but memorizing spending time memorizing scripture or poetry or right Mm -hmm. like that's something that sometimes falls off of the list of worthy yeah as we get older right we tend to prioritize other things but that's a great way to use your brain for sure and maybe it's a habit that you're already doing but not consistently mm-hmm. or habitually. Yeah, you don't really call it a habit yet, but it's something that is part of your life. But you want to be doing more of it or more consistently doing it. We've thrown around a couple of ideas on how to succeed in a sustainable way. What Kelly do you think was the piece of exercising regularly that created success for you in that moment? I think I think you touched on it already. Was the I've already decided what I am doing. And I'm just going to do it, right? I didn't decide in the morning when my alarm went off, am I going to go or not? I decided when I set the alarm, this is what I'm doing. This is what I do. And so it it was just a bit of a mind shift there. Like, no, I'm a person who does this and this is how I can get this in. And that was really powerful for me. Just, just having the decision already made. Yes. Yes. Having the, oh, everybody knew this is what my plan is. So everybody in my family knew, expect me out of the house for this chunk of time. Just the expectation for everybody, including myself, was this is what I do. Yeah. I love simplifying life with little set decision triggers. Like I got this idea off of another podcast that said every single gift that you buy for a little girl's birthday party for your kids or whatever, mm-hmm. make it the same exact thing. This is just what you give this type uh, of person at this. So then you can just keep a few of them around all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've probably saved yourself hours a year not shopping for mm-hmm. this particular thing. Right. And then yeah. how can that concept to be automated into the habit space like you said i like that my alarm goes off i put my clothes on i get in my car i drive to the gym yeah and there's not an opportunity to make decisions in between that it's just what we do yes there was a time in my life where i wanted to be so much more intentional with prayer and so i picked triggers in my Mm. day in order to do it like i always prayed while i was making my bed Mm. I just always knew I'm going to make my bed. Yeah, yeah. I like it when my bed is made. And so while I'm making my bed, I'm going to pray. Yeah. So there's lots of opportunities like that. Brushing your teeth. Driving. Sitting at a red light. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Where you can say, oh, wait, this is like my new thing. When this thing happens, I X, Y, Z. Yep. Yeah. Triggers just in general. So helpful. The good kind. Yep. (laughs) I think knowing why you are doing a certain thing and spending time writing that down somewhere where you can review it. Yes. And really being willing to narrow it down. Yes. So, okay. So you want better periods. So you're like, I'm going to do these different. And then you're like, but why do I want that? Okay. Interesting. But 
why. And so you're really starting to dig down why you keep asking why. Because I don't want to have these cramps anymore. Okay, yeah, but why? What is that doing to you? And what is that doing to you? So you can get really down to similar to how we handle other things of women that we support. It's not just about what's the top level thing, what's the actual root cause. And that is really the true why. I am working on this because... I truly believe it is going to make this kind of impact on me yeah. instead mm-hmm. of like, well, I just have to deal with this because it's a negative thing in my life. That doesn't help you mentally get to the place where you need where you can actually take action. Mm-hmm. I think it's also helpful to at some point articulate and write down and review what are the consequences if you don't work on this thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this happens to me with food all the time. That's a good one. I've learned that I am an abstainer. I am not a moderator when it mm-hmm. comes to food choices. It is just better to stay away from something. I'm not good at having just a little bit of it. But when I do let myself have a little bit of it, that's like just a slippery slope. Yeah. So then three days later, I'm back to eating a bag of chips for lunch, you know? And then the later that day, I'm like, whoa, I'm just... I don't feel good and I'm this tired. Is, this is who I am now. My stomach so, kind of hurts. Yeah. And I, and, but I forgot, I forgot three days ago when I started on my slippery slope that I lose energy. It's, right. I lose my sleep quality. I have actual abdominal discomfort <laughs> and I'm crabby with everybody. Yeah. And then I'm in that place where I'm like, oh, I did that again. The reason that you're making these good food choices is because there's all of this positive outcome that you experience, are experiencing right now. Yes. And here are the positives and here are some of the consequences of those other decisions. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great example. I also think asking your, so we have the why, right? Asking yourself how Mm -hmm. and being willing to drill down on the how. How are you going to achieve this goal? Yes. Like, so you're interested in changing some things about your diet or recognizing some nutritional pieces that need to shift. Okay, so how are you going to actually do that? Are you what kind of foods do you need to buy? How do you curate your grocery list? How are you going to meal plan those types of things? Yeah. Yeah, because you might have a goal that you're just not able to work on because you realize, oh, that actually requires about 10 minutes of my time each day. <laughs> versus the three minutes that I was hoping and I don't have 10 minutes. So now it can become right. this massive undertaking that can potentially come together with just allowing yourself to think, what are the tiny little baby steps that feel ridiculous to point yeah. out, but are actually going to help me do the thing that I want to do? Yeah. One of the biggest changers for me in taking care of myself was getting one of those little supplement, like little containers every day. Yes. And throwing what I need to in that day, like once a week, I just fill it back up. And that's literally the only way that I have found success in staying consistent because I'm like, I already took some time to actually put something into place to help me. To doing all the work. Yes. Rather than opening up the cupboard and taking the jar out each time. No. So hard for Overwhelming. (laughs) it's ridiculous it's ridiculous how hard it was for me yep um another goal setting strategy or another habit a forming strategy that i like is being okay with short bursts of intensity like focused yes yeah yeah picking up something and just going with it because it feels good and knowing that 
it's not going to always be this big or this hard or take up this much space that there are just natural ebbs and flows to all of these you know types of spaces and it's okay to experience it in a big way while you're getting going and know that as you reevaluate that that is going to shift around a little bit yeah and to be okay with okay well it doesn't always look exactly like this and that's not a failure yes yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. or you know there's like a few times a year that i'm really willing to buckle down on this that is just what this is going to look like right now yeah in the midst of that also i would even say even within like my cycle there are certain points where i'm like i'm just better at this at this point and it looks a little different during while i'm bleeding this looks slightly different of what i need or you know can offer than it does when i'm ovulating and have like all of the energy and creative flow and whatever yes so and also allowing the that snowball effect to savor the moment Mm -hmm. of the snowball even so much as like documenting when it feels really good or you just completed the thing and you have all of your good brain hormones going that are like reaffirming that you made a good choice and you're just so proud of yourself and that <laughs> using that space to strategize. Yeah, that's great. What you want to see, you know, happening as you go, that would be a great place to harness the next planning phase or the how can we keep working yes. you know, with this and on this. There's a couple tools for tracking habits, which mm-hmm. I think can sometimes be a really important accountability piece for yourself is that there is a designated area in order to track what you're doing, because not all of the habits that you want to create are something that happens every single day. True. And just the act of being intentional and thoughtful about assessing where you're at, what you're doing, what your habits actually are, that in and of itself provides some accountability, which is so helpful. It is. So there's like a really archaic journaling option, right? Like to pick up a piece of paper. This is crazy. Um, But I do really get excited when I'm on Pinterest and see people's bullet journal things. I know that that is not my habit (laughs) tracking style. I love it for the people that it works for. It is not me. I'm not the person it works for. And that is a okay. I'm not the one. But I do love it. Uh Also, we don't need to track every single habit. You can say like, these are the five things that I'm working on right now. I'm going to track one or two of them because I really don't know how often I'm getting this amount of water every single day. Or I do want to look back and say, well, my goal was to do this five times a week. Did I actually do it five times a week? Yeah. etc. There's a lot of great apps. There's so many apps that I could not even, I couldn't even narrow it down, but I did. (laughs) Good job. Proud of two, you. I found two that I really like that are going to work for two really different people. Great. <laughs> One of them is um, Habitify. Oh. And it's very data oriented. Okay. And it's a lot of just quick tapping. And so. You, I like quick tapping. Yeah. So you pull the app open. It takes some time to set up. Then yes. It's really easy. And you can set reminders and stuff, which I think is pretty helpful. For sure. The reminders situation. And then there's Beeminder. This one I really like. Okay. This is the. This is the one that's going to work for you? I don't know, but (laughs) I might try it. Okay, so Beeminder, you set it up for yourself, but you put in uh, your banking information. And when you don't don't hit your goals, it charges you money. (laughs) Dude, I would be very motivated by that. I know that sounds terrifying, but I mean, everyone's got their thing, right, that is going to motivate them. (laughs) I never learned that more than through parenting, trying to figure out like, 
why can't I? What is what your particular I, what thing? actual consequence or motivator be right. for this? And why is it of, so different than the Oh my gosh, it's wacky, yeah. right? But we have those too. We all have our own little motivators. So don't be afraid to look for the thing, right? That yes. is going to motivate you, whether that's a discouragement or an encouragement <laughs> to you. There's so much out there that is going to be a good fit for every kind of lady. Oh, man. That's kind of hilarious. I know. Smart. And then the last thing that we want to share with you guys on this subject is we have a habit tracker already prepared for women to take advantage of inside of a holistic health space. It is a part of some of the courses that we offer. We recommend habit tracking, mm-hmm. you know, when you're trying to just assess what is Where, going on. What's your baseline? How can yeah. I take an objective look at just what we're actually doing? And so it's just a really quick printout. It's a month long. So you can just use the same piece of paper with all of the tracking material on it already. And you literally just fill in the habits that you are interested in working on and check a box. And then you can look back over an entire month and see how you did. And the best part is that it's free. We won't ask for your uh, bank account information. Like Beeminder. I mean, you can give it to us if you want. I mean, we'd be happy pay to us for accept the, it. Pay us for the habit <laughs> tracker. That is perfectly fine. But that sign up is in the show notes. Yeah, and that, below. Is, that is truly just a gift for you guys. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah. we're so thoughtful. We touched on this last episode, but you guys know this month we have a really cool. What are we calling it? You don't want to call it a challenge. Invitation. In, an invitation, invitation to walk alongside each other and support yourself in a hormone reset. So similar to everything that we talked about today. Not completely changing everything, setting these massive goals that potentially we can't meet or that we get discouraged not meeting, but pieces of any goal that most likely you are going to set as you listen to this or you think about your year ahead, I think can trickle back down to how is your body doing? How are your hormones doing? That relates so much to mental health, physical health, like all of the things. And so an invitation to walk alongside us and chat about All of the different pieces of resetting some hormones, balancing hormones, lots of stuff that we talk about with our Well Woman clients will be available in this series. You have to sign up specifically for it, though. So if you already get our emails, wonderful. We love you. Thank you. You're wonderful and great. But you also need to sign up specifically for this invitation down below in the show notes. You'll get a couple emails a week for this next month, and you will feel hopefully encouraged and inspired to not only follow those goals and those habits for hormone balancing, but also everything else that we talked about today, all the different pieces that you can be tracking there too. I hope that you walk away from this episode feeling like you can influence change. Yes, because you can. And you will. And you are. And you did. Yeah. Well, happy New Year's, ladies. We are excited to see what this year has in store for y'all. We will be at you again next Monday. Bye. Bye.